0: All right. First and foremost, um, I apologize for the delay. This episode was actually supposed to be aired yesterday, uh, Sunday. Today's Monday. We are here. I also thought that today was the first of February because I remember hearing somebody saying that January only had 28 days (laughs) and that Today would be the 1st of February, but it's really the 29th of January. This is the Twilight Zone. Here we are. Um, I am recording this on my phone, but I'm in a room where there seems to be somewhat of like reverb. So I don't know how fancy the reverb is, but uh, some complimentary reverb thanks to the room. (laughs) Um... I've been going through a lot and that's probably why I missed yesterday's episode, which is really just this episode. Um, There are quite a few different things that I want to talk about, but the very first thing that I want to talk about is what I've realized is that life gets really cool when I have a very specific goal. But I'm so focused on that goal that I don't even partake in things that really don't matter, like mindlessly scrolling on social media. Um, I feel most alive when I am very focused on the goal, right? And I just think that it's wild because The more I heal, the more I realize... It's funny how many times I've said that. The more I heal, the more I realize. Really though, the more I heal, the more I realize just how alive I feel when I am so focused on the goal. Like that laser beam of focus, man, it is so cool. It really is. Um, By the way, sorry if my voice sounds weird. I was just singing to many different artists in the car. Um, One of the last ones or the last one, the last artist that I was singing to was uh, Queen. (laughs) It was Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I have a great time when it comes to just like, you know, having fun, listening to stuff in the car. Um, But something that I really started to implement a lot more recently, um, I actually spent a lot of time driving. Um and I thought about it and I was like, well if I spend this much time driving, I might as well utilize it in a very productive way. And so I've started listening to more audiobooks. Um I didn't fully finish this one, but I've been listening to You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And now I'm working on breaking the habit of being yourself also by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I just, I love where I'm at in my life. I love the growth that's happening. I love the, you know, just the, the evolution, you know, waking up to myself. That's really what's happening right now. This is a waking up to myself, a, um, you know, just monumental change. Like it's, it's, It's incredible. I'm so excited to be alive. I'm so excited to know me and to meet me and to understand me and to actualize me and everything. Um, Something that I've been thinking a lot about lately is my personality. Um, And this corresponds, of course, with Dr. Joe Dispenza's teachings and, you know, personality consists of um, how you think, how you feel and how you behave. All three of those are changeable, right? The wild thing is that like when I look at myself and like what it is that I do, there are different things that are like comfortable and familiar, right? And to step outside of them can honestly be challenging, right? It's like, how do you deal with that? How do you, how do you navigate that, right? There's this specific idea for who Chris is, for what Chris is. And believe me, <laughs> other people will remind me of that. Oh Chris, what did you do? why did why did you do that? That's that's not like you. That's that's not at all like you. And maybe for people listening too, they've also experienced a lot of the, you know, same things, right? I made a YouTube video in the past, I believe it was 2 weeks now. Um I make daily YouTube videos by the way. Um but I made a YouTube video in the past week that was all about Um, In early childhood, the construction of our personality. um, You know, some people's parents, they introduced their children to their friends in a very specific way. For example, yes, Sherry, this this is little Bobby. He's shy. He's timid. He's not very outgoing. That's just the way that he is. Right? All of these things contribute to the conditioning and the structuring and the shaping of a person's personality. And a person's personality, again, personality being how you think, feel, and act, that creates a person's personal reality, right? So here's the fascinating thing. Um, This actually, I believe the author's name is Carol S. Dweck, um, but there's a book called. Mindset, the science of success, right? And it explores the contrast between um, a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset, right? And it's basically to show that as a person, you can always get better, you can always do better, you can always change, you can always become, right? And so, by the way, if you hear my stomach growling, I've eaten close to nothing all day, so I'm going to eat after this episode. Um, but yeah, so a person's personality creates their personal reality and their personality consists of how they think, how they feel and how they act, right? All three of those are changeable, right? And that's the fascinating thing about this too. Growing up, I learned something that I'm not going to talk about in this episode, but it actually limited my capacity to see myself fully, Right? And so with that, I, um, I learned beliefs about, you know, like fixed mindset. Like, oh, and again, like going back to, you know, little Bobby. Oh, that's just the way that little Bobby is. Little Bobby's always been that way. He's always going to be that way. That's the fixed mindset, right? This goes into personality because this creates a person's personal, uh, this, this creates a person's personality. All of these ideas, all these beliefs And it's just wild to me because like, I'm at this point in my life where I'm deconstructing my personality. I'm sitting with myself in meditation. I'm looking at myself as clearly as I possibly can. And it's completely reshaping everything. Because I'm realizing that like, I've carried all these different things with me, things that I don't have to, things that were never mine. Let's talk about that for a second. I've carried with me as many other people have as well, things that were never mine, right? All of these ideas of low self-esteem, all of these ideas of, you know, this, that, and the other, you know, like, insufficiency and stuff. Um, and it was never mine to carry with me, right? So when I really look at it, right, I'm like, wow, like, I've carried all this stuff around even though I didn't need to, right? All of this stuff, it never belonged to me, Right? And so the kind of challenging thing here is like, at this point, it's like, well, then who is Chris, right? Who the hell is Chris? If personality is how you think, feel, and act, and all three of those are changeable, in a person, that's a massive amount of control in terms of change, right? Because that's basically what a person is. A person is... I mean, they're they're, they're also not because they're not any of that. But that creates their personality, which creates their personal reality. But all three of those are changeable. There's so much power there. There's so much power and so much room to create different things, right? Like, for instance, like, if I look at my childhood and realize that I was conditioned by certain things, which obviously I was. Everyone was, right? But I can look at that and be like, wow. I now realize that I never actually liked that. I only did it because I was living in survival. I only did it because I wanted to get approval, acceptance, validation, love. When I say love, it's really not like the real healthy love. It's, you know, again, just the acceptance, lo- uh, the, acceptance the approval, and the validation. Um, but I can let all of that stuff go because that's not me. And, you know, here's the fascinating thing too. I'm going to make a bit of a contrast a lot of people pursued college or pursue college around the age of like 18, 20, right? Usually when you get out of high school. <sighs> to have a seriously well-developed sense of, sense of self-awareness to actually pursue an honest endeavor of doing something that you actually want for yourself. I, um, I, I had a speech... Professor, a public speaking professor in college who told the class that he didn't start college until he was 30, right? Now, I'm not gonna say that this is generalized to everyone. I'm not gonna say that this is cookie, uh, cookie cutter, one size fits all, because it's not. But, the, like, I, I really believe that the reality of the matter is that until you've gone through the necessary digging, And you know who the fuck you are through that process You don't know who the fuck you are because Who you are what you are is a person that's been conditioned by all these other people In your fucking environment, right? Has the healthy individuation and differentiation taken place yet? If not, there's a good chance that you're just part of this fucking blob That raised you, right? It's usually enmeshment. It's usually that system that ties you into them, right? And then you feel obligated. You feel guilty. You feel like, you know, you need to be a part of that or else you can't really have a life, right? And so, like, you know, I've been working through my own stuff and everything. And I'm like, wow, yeah, this healthy individuation differentiation is something that's absolutely crucial and when you look at it and understand that it completely transforms how you experience life because every single person not that every single person gets this but every single person is actually an individual in systems like systems of enmeshment where individuality is pretty much not allowed, right? You're not allowed to think for yourself. You're not allowed to have your own beliefs, your own ideas and everything. I've experienced this way too often in relationships. I really have. Um, And again, I'm not going to name any names, but it's just, it's wild how like, you know, I've experienced that. And, you know, it just, it sucks. It really does. It limits a person's capacity to be an individual because that's really the reality of what it is. Um, But yeah, I'm just I'm super excited because I'm doing a lot of really deep Inner work right now A lot, a lot of it And um, I'm really looking at my personality You know Um, I'm not just accepting what is I'm really questioning everything And just like allowing myself to Like Be congruent with what I actually want You know, like Who does Chris actually want to be? What does Chris actually want to be? Right? Again the universe responds to who we are being, to what we are being. Not what we want, but who we are being and what we are being. That means that you can want what you want, all you want, but unless you are an energetic match to it, unless you actually take on the energy required to, you know, attract that, it's, it's not going to do anything for you. So I'm very fascinated by this contrast because the way that I used to believe things had to be where the world has to change for me to be okay. The world has to change for me to be better. The world has to change for me to be able to change, right? And that's just not true. Also, it's not going to work that way. It doesn't work that way at all, right? So when you look at things in like an actual, honest and practical way, what needs to change is, in my case, me, right? My energy needs to change. Am I aware of my unconscious habitual thought patterns, feeling patterns, behavioral patterns. And these are the kinds of things that I'm looking at right now and the things that I'm choosing to say goodbye to and other things I'm choosing to introduce, right? How do I react in traffic? How do I react to somebody who's raising their voice at me? How do I react? And you know, I just, I, I make it very clear to myself who it is that I wanna be. And I install, I install, I install, I install. Sometimes it's in meditation. Sometimes it's literally in the act of like, oh, wow, this person is yelling at me. This person is raising their voice at me. So what do I do now? Well, I'm not going to raise my voice back at them because I don't want to continue that pattern. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to communicate to them that I don't want to have that kind of a conversation with them and that if they can't lower their voice, then we can't talk and also just, you know, like, communicate to them that I'm feeling uncomfortable and then I'm going to walk away and maybe we can talk later. And that's it. And that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's a matter of installing new hardware, new circuitry, right? There's a lot of unplugging happening here. And not only unplugging, but, like, unplugging and, like, looking at the fucking plugs and realizing how fucking burnt out they are. Like, they, they don't even work anymore. This, this neural circuitry, right? Like, literally just like taking these wires out and you know, like as, as I take them out, it's like, it's like, right. And like, just looking at it and it's like, it's, it's just burnt out. Right. And that's the fascinating metaphor for this. Right. Because I'll end off with this. Cause I'm very hungry. <laughs> um, defense mechanisms that we utilized in childhood maybe they worked back then, but they do not work now. And so therefore what I'm doing is I'm really looking at all of my behavior and being like, all right, I can't do that anymore because that brings me X, Y, and Z. So I need to stop. It needs to stop. And that my friends is where the change happens. Take care.